Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dash, Rinko Lieber. But you know what I'm more sure of is that you're glad I'm here. It almost didn't happen, thank God, for an alert listener named James Breakwell who texted me and said, where the heck are you? James, thank you so much for keeping me between the white and the yellow. Yeah, not, that's not this podcast, but thanks for dropping your other tagline in here anyway. And thank you for finally showing up, because I definitely had nothing better to do. I had to kick my wife off this computer. She was doing actual important science work, and I booted her and just sat here like a moron staring at my computer as you aggressively didn't call me. So uh, so that's been my morning. How are, how are you doing? Well, you can imagine there was a old faithful geyser-like eruption of language on my part when you texted and I looked <laughs> at the clock. I am, I am busier than a one-armed paper hanger, James. I don't even know what that means. I don't either, but I'm pretty sure it's offensive to somebody. I'm sure the one-armed paper hangers will be getting in touch with us, or at least they would if anyone listened to us. Luckily, uh, they don't. Uh, busier than a one-legged guy in a butt-kicking contest. How's that one? I mean, I don't know that that would make you busy. It would just make you fall over. But again, analogies have never been your strong suit. Tomato, Let's just get tomato. this over with. <laughs> All right. Well, let us... This is the podcast where we argue about things that don't matter to anybody except everyone who listens, which is still nobody, except... We are going to do a hot one huh? today, James. What are we going to argue today? We are going to argue which is better, hot coffee or iced coffee. I'd like to thank the listener who sent that suggestion to me. I would like to remember that listener's name, but I do not. So, James, everything, I, I do not disappoint. Today will be on brand for me the entire way through. Yes, and that is actually going to be my compliment to you for always, oh, always staying on brand. You can't show up on time, which is your new brand. You used to be very, very much on time. Then the pandemic hit, and you can't remember what time it is, what day it is, what year it is. So that's on brand, and it's also on brand for you to lose. Actually, I had a great oh. suggestion this week from one of the interns after she messaged me about yet another <laughs> defeat for you. She suggested that this week you just say nothing literally nothing as a control and we see if you still lose or not and i am all for that so if you want to take a vow of silence for the rest of the episode you have my blessing james a uh, gregorian monk i am not so a <laughs> vow of silence is not nor is a vow of like uh what is the one where they don't eat a vow of you're, poverty i think both you and i took that years ago when the... we decided to go into entertainment but you're not not the gregorian yeah. monk you're the gregorius monk <laughs> the gregarious monk, at the very least. <laughs> I'm the Thelonious monk. But uh, I do appreciate, A, that you know who Thelonious monk is and actually laughed a real way at that joke. But thank you. On brand is what I hope to be. And James, do you remember back at... There was a time in our relationship where I was the one who was always prompt and uh, you were the one who was a bit tardy. Do, do you remember it was a simpler time? 
I don't recall ever being late once in my life, but I do know that I grew up and became more mature and more responsible as we went in, and you're definitely going in the opposite direction. You're either hitting that, <laughs> that second childhood as you hit your 70s and 80s. Your kids have to take over for you. You have to wear the adult diapers. Like it's, You're on the downhill slope, so I'm going to cut you some slack. We all knew this was coming. I do appreciate that, James. And my compliment to you, I've already sort of edged into it by saying you are now the ballast. You are the North Star to which <laughs> I point my sextant. And I hope I have used a word that doesn't make that creepy, James Breakwell. But uh, you're the one that sets up the time, the day, because I never know what day it is. You ask me if I've posted the podcast when I haven't, obviously, or you wouldn't ask the semi-rhetorical question via text. You're the one, I've been asking you questions outside of the show about something unrelated, and you're always right there with an answer. And this is sounding a little more sincere than I meant it, but I do appreciate your ability to stay on task, James. Thank you. Yes, unfortunately, I get pop-ups when you message me, just like when anyone else messages me. So I always check my phone on the off chance it's somebody important, and it never is. It's just you. So yes, you do get answers. All right. Well, I don't have the Guam Quarter of Fate. I have of course a not. <laughs> National Park Quarter, uh, and it's, I believe, something... I. Hell, I can't read it. But the point is, I do have a quarter, James. Okay. And the two sides typically represent which side, or it's going to determine which side you argue. You know what I'm about to say. What do they mean? Yes. If it is heads, I'm arguing hot coffee. If it's tails, I'm arguing iced coffee. All right. This coffee, hot versus ice. So heads is hot. That makes sense. Good alliterative. It is actually, it is on the national park side of the quarter. So you, sir, have iced coffee. Well, that's good because hot coffee is just an accident waiting to happen. You take a sip of that hot coffee and you burn off all the taste buds and you can't, uh, you can't taste anything for the rest of the week or it hurts when you eat. It's a risk. You heat it all the way up and then it cools off and you got to wait and wait and wait. Then you forget about it. You got to reheat it in the microwave and then you forget about it again. It's just a lot of work. It's a constant cycle of being too hot to too cold to keeping it where it is and it can cause actual damage. With iced coffee, it's just cold. You get it, it's cold, it's just what it's supposed to be, you can drink it right away, no risk of injury. Nobody ever got sued because a customer spilled iced coffee on themselves. Hot coffee on themselves, it's a whole other story. There's a whole documentary on that lady who spilled, who accidentally spilled the coffee on herself, and really? actually, it did a ton of damage, like McDonald's kind of maligned her uh, through that, and they made fun of her, but really, like, the hot coffee was like 130 degrees, like, it burned the skin off her legs, it was pretty substantially hot, it was an unsafe temperature. You don't want to have a minimum wage employee putting your life in their hands with the, with the temperature of a beverage. But you know what? If you go to a fast food restaurant and you get iced coffee, they will never harm you. There is nothing they can possibly do to you. If you accidentally spill that on yourself, all you're going to get is a slight damp mess. And that's it. Two paper towels later and you are cleaned up and ready to go. No hospital bills, no extensive lawsuit, no nothing. It's simple. It's to the point. It's delicious. You can have it right away. No waiting, no injuries. What problem could you possibly have with iced coffee? James, for somebody who has the coordination of a semi-drunken otter, I think you <laughs> probably do need to veer away from hot coffee. For the rest of us, I think we can handle hot coffee because we are adults. James, oh. that that's uh, hot coffee is the drink of adults. Remember when you were a kid and your dad would have coffee in the morning and you would try to imitate your dad? You'd have like your little sippy cup. I'm talking about when you were like 15. And you'd have like <laughs> milk in there, maybe a little quick so that it looks uh, brown and coffee-like. But 
Coffee is what we aspire to when we grow up. Coffee is the reward for growing. Well, beer is the reward, but coffee <laughs> is like the second place award for growing up. Having kids is like punishment for growing up. And I think you know what I'm talking about. But cold coffee is a personal affront to God and nature. <laughs> cold coffee has to be served sweet because... Even lukewarm coffee is disgusting. Hot coffee is the only way it tastes good. The only way to make coffee less bitter when it's cold is to put chocolate sauce and caramel syrup and whipped cream on it. You, you probably put honey and like a scoop of ice cream in there, and then you leave the coffee out. You pour in a little milk, you mix it up, you have a milkshake. Like, why do you want to do that to yourself in the morning? Coffee hot is the perfect caffeine delivery system, and you can time you can slowly have the release of the caffeine because you don't guzzle the hot coffee. By the way, any coffee you drink with a straw is not coffee. So put that <laughs> out of your mind right on the front end. But when you sip it, the caffeine soaks at a real good pace. It wakes up that frontal lobe. It gets all the jets turned in the same direction. That's the advantage of hot coffee. I don't know what you have against a full, organized, well-functioning brain, James. <laughs> Obviously, I need a little more coffee today. Well, I think you really hit the nail on the head. Once again, you accidentally proved my point. Coffee what? is a drug. It's a coping mechanism. It's an addiction. <laughs> you have to slowly administer it to yourself. And you have to do it slowly because if you take it too much, it's going to blow out your brains with all that caffeine at once. And if it's too hot anyway, you can't have it all at once. you got to be super careful. Uh, iced coffee is a dessert. It is a treat. It is something you give yourself because you deserve it because you are taking proper self-care. Nobody is addicted to iced coffee. Nobody needs an iced coffee to function. You take an iced coffee because you choose to treat yourself because you have the self-esteem to justify it because you know that you are worth it and you would like to enjoy a beverage experience that is casual, that is laid back, and that is delicious. <laughs> coffee, it, the hot coffee, it's just, it's for people who can't handle real life. It's like you wake up and you don't want to be awake. You don't want to go to that job. You don't want to deal with your family. So then you just take a, an injection of caffeine and since you can't take a shot and put it directly in your arm, you just boil the heck out of it in some bean water and try to guzzle it down. And uh, it's, it's it's the most tasteless way to administer it. And the better, the closer to iced coffee coffee is, the better it tastes. I mean, people have slowly at Starbucks and every place else, they're adding more of those dessert flavors to it and moving away from what you're talking about. Because nobody wants coffee that's the temperature of the surface of the sun. They want it to cool down just a little bit. Then they add a little more dessert, a little more dessert. And it's an evolution thing. And eventually you get to the point where that coffee is ice cold and full of everything that's good and tasty in the world. And then you get iced coffee, the final evolution. I mean, hot coffee was a good starting point. Uh, you know, a million years ago or a thousand years ago, whenever they invented it, you know, they had to boil this bean water and they started out, they were starting from scratch. We're smarter than the people in ancient Mesopotamia now. We don't need to worry about hot coffee. We have the technology, we have the spices, we have the sugars. We can indulge ourselves and reward ourselves with iced coffee, which is exactly what I plan to do after this to reward myself for putting up with you for yet another episode. <laughs> You know the phrase casual beverage experience. I expect nothing less from a guy who thinks a five-star restaurant is one where they open the bag of Cheetos and put it into a bowl. And the other thing about iced coffee, and I'm going to end with this because this is my drop the mic moment, James, that when you take a cup of hot black coffee, there are zero calories in that sucker. When you get a small, whatever, caramel macchiato, why do you want 4,800 calories just to start your day? You don't eat dessert on your way to work. Doesn't make any sense. I'm going to take the listener's advice, and from here out, I'm not going to say a word. 
All right, well, I guess I'll go get the dice. I rearranged my desk. The dice are no longer on top of it, so I have to roll away and grab them. So can you fill oh, 10, 10 seconds of dead air time? Or oh, are we just going to leave it uh, silent? No. As long as you're not in the frame, I am free to do whatever I want because I'm not under the oppressively bad looks of James Breakwell. I can listen to the warring factions going at each other like Hatfields and McCoys in the background. Mate, your kids just need like muzzle-loaded guns to be firing back and forth those giant balls at each other like they're in the Civil War. They got to wear hats that are kind of tilted and a rope holding up their uh, pants where belt loops used to be. And then well, they can be yelling, yee-haw, and have jugs with three X's and a hound dog on the front porch. That's what you got going on in your house, James. And it, unfortunately, you're back, aren't you? It, it is. I am. And it, took, it yeah. took me like half a second to do this. It also took me half a second to make you break your vow of silence. So you're once again <laughs> going to lose because the biggest detriment to your cause in any argument is always there you. There is no way I can lose this argument this you week, James. You lost with bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. It has a 100% approval rating. People like bubble wrap more than they like puppies. So anyway, <laughs> if you want to vote for James and iced coffee and the dessert you can drink, vote for 53. If you want to vote for Steve and burning your mouth off with hot coffee because you hate yourself, vote for 59. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 7. Just number 7. Ooh, unfortunately, that is the lucky number. Then people don't have to vote for either of us. <laughs> well, we're winding down another episode, and nobody could be more delighted than Dr. Steve. If you want to vote for James and iced coffee and way too much sugar and uh, childhood entering into an adult beverage, vote for 53. Or heck, let's just call it 53 or 7. We'll wrap it into a giant 60. If you want to vote for Steve and adulthood and not giving Lola another child to take care of all day, vote for 59. Ah, that's really all I need to say. I would take the vow of silence, but I know this ship would get steered right into the rocks if I did, so let me walk us out of here. You have survived another episode with us. Go grab a cup of joe. Grab a cup of coffee. That has several meanings I'm not even going to get into right now, but until we meet again, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, for James, the exploding unicorn breakwell, saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, thanks for all of your undying love and adoration for Dr. Steve, and until next week, remember, two wrongs can't make a right.